Unreal Engine 5 gets shown off. We're blown away from the wind in Ghost of Tsushima. And Tony Hawk's Pro Skater gets a remake. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast. I'm Jeff James. As always with me, the incredible, unobtainable, luscious Brody Faults. How are you? I'm tired. How about yourself? <laughs> I'm also pretty tired, and I'm sure the weather's not helping with that also. It's like... No. It... We had some hell, like some hellish rain today, and I was like, yeah. "Good God!" It was said light rain, and of course, we've had this discussion many times before. To be a weatherman means you lie, so <laughs> <laughs> for a living. Yeah, so. that that kind of weather, that that's good napping weather, is what that is, man. It you is, yeah. It it's all gloomy. You're like, mm, I'm ready for a nap. <laughs> it's supposed to be like that tomorrow too, and like almost all week. I think Saturday's gonna clear up, but Sunday's gonna be pretty bad too. So. It's supposed to storm pretty pretty bad tomorrow. Is it? I'm here. Yeah. It's supposed to be pretty nasty. Well, uh, we take this moment to break away from your local ABC channel uh, to ask (laughs) you to follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast uh, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts and wherever awesome podcasts are found. Spread the word about us. With that, Brody, would you like to go into the upcoming games, my dude? I would absolutely love to. Uh, so today, May 15th, Hatsune Miku, uh, Project Diva Megamix, launches on Switch. Tales from Off-Peak City Volume 1 comes to PC. On May 16th, Terraria Journey's End Update comes yes. to PC. Uh, May 19th, Golf With Your Friends launches on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Warhammer 40,000 Mechanicus uh, launches on Switch. The Wonderful 101 Remaster launches on PC, PS4, and Switch. And on May 20th, Crucible is launching on PC. May 21st, Monster Train is coming to PC. May 22nd, uh, Choho Jotai comes to PC. I thought you said chode, my bad. <laughs> I cracked up like a child. Uh, Man Eaters coming to PC, uh, PS4 and Xbox One. And Saints Row the Third Remaster is coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Oh, I'm dead, dude. Chode. Dead. <laughs> oh, there's a little uh, piece of news, too, in there also about something coming up at Game Store. Yeah, uh, the free game for this week on the Epic Game Store is actually GTA V, which Mind is blown. massive. Yeah. Uh, huge deal, and we actually even broke their website. <laughs> we sent the Epic Game Store into a frizzy for a little while, and uh, it's back up. I did go ahead and claim my free copy, but man. Crazy, man. I mean, that's a great, that's a steal. Oh, yeah, and especially on PC where you can mod the hell out of it and everything. That's, yeah. That's fantastic. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Cool. All right, on to some quick news um, before we jump into kind of the meat and potatoes of the episode. Um, so first off, two ex-Respawn lead developers have created a new AAA studio. Uh, so John Shearing and Drew McCoy have formed Gravity Well, and the studio is still in the early stages, and the team is still being formed. So at this time, we are still a ways away from a game announcement, but... It is one to definitely look out to in the future. Those guys have immense amounts of talent. Um, oh, yeah. And they're going to create some crazy stuff, probably. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they release. This and is the time, man, where we get some new studios coming before the next-gen stuff. Yeah. I, People moving. It almost seems like a little late to, to be starting that if you're trying to get you know in that first launch window type deal. Yeah. I mean, obviously not right out at launch, but that first year or so is, mm-hmm. is pretty important. But Yeah, for sure. 
We'll see. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 are getting remastered. Uh, my wish come true. Remember that? I was like, yeah. last week we talked about the rumors. I'm like, man, I just hope it's the old one. And you said Underground, I think, is what we were we were kind of hoping for. for. I didn't yeah. think they would have ever done Pro Skater 1 and 2. I thought that they would have just done... I figured it would have been like 3 or something like that. Because 3 was sure, the sure, one sure. I remember probably the most. I played the hell out of 3. but Yeah, yeah. That could have just been my own little window of time there <laughs> maybe nobody else cared for that one but i'm pretty <laughs> fond of it but anyway the games will feature the original map skaters and most of the songs from the original of course there's kind of a licensing thing there but uh the fact that they were even able to get most of the songs is impressive uh gameplay will be the same but there will be new features added to spice it up a little bit which they haven't really gone into too much detail about what no. that is but that's fine uh the studio behind crash bandicoot insane trilogy uh, vicarious visions is the developer for the remasters uh there will be no microtransactions which is incredible Holla! and this will be releasing September 4th, 2020. So this is yeah, amazing. Dude. It's like a return to when games were great. Make games great again. No, <laughs> no microtransactions. Mm, we just I lost people. To. Oh, I had to. It was we right just there. lost it was people. Right there. I couldn't avoid it. Sorry. No, oh but this God. is this is awesome. It, it is cool to see yeah. these games coming back, and I am glad they aren't getting greedy with it and trying to cash in on nostalgia. I am a little worried. Worried. Yeah. Uh, just because Crash Insane Trilogy mm -hmm. was good, like graphically it looked fantastic. Yeah. But it fucking sucks to move in that game, dude. But I know it did in the original Crash. Yeah, I, just, I think, you know. I think that... I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they did that on purpose. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was... <laughs> Well, I think yeah. they were trying to capture the original feeling of it, right? Yeah, I mean, because yeah. you kind of walk a weird line there when you remaster something. Do you want it to be true to the original, or do you want to update it and then yeah. piss a bunch of people off, too? So it, it's kind of a yeah. weird, fine line that they have to walk when they do some of these remasters. But I can't imagine that it's going to be that goofy for a what, Tony uh, Hawk game. What what name, name a track you expect to be in this? Oh. A, a, uh, like, a, a, like a song. Oh, I'm trying to think back to what was all on that original. Like I, mean, I said, most of my time gonna, was You're going to have three. some Green Day on that, probably. Was there some Green Day in the... Yeah, you got Dookie. Yeah. The Dookie album yeah. would have been... Yeah, I mean, you might have some... Uh, um, I I know some of the tracks are right on the tip of my tongue, and I can't Charlotte think of... Song. No, there won't. <laughs> <laughs> I remember classics. a lot of the tracks from 3, but uh, 1 and 2... I was I, I'm yeah. a little fuzzy on the soundtrack for that one. I, I got to say this before we jump into some other little news um, in the overall episode, but I, I am actually really enjoying that there's not an E3 because things are spaced out, and that we can nice. give we can give focus to these different yeah. games that are coming out. And it seems like every day something new is getting announced, and I'm I'm even if it's just one game, I'm cool with it. I think it's. Pretty funny that this was basically announced through Tony Hawk's like texting service. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people yeah. Could, like a few months ago they did something where you could sign up and receive like texts from from like a Tony Hawk type account or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. And that's how they announced this. It just kind of like came out. And people are like, wait, what? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, oh, it's good stuff. God. Good, good stuff. God. All right, moving on. Uh, we got another announcement. Uh, which is pretty crazy, but uh, Paper Mario, the Origami King trailer, 
um, an announcement was uh, today, and yeah. and that was kind of crazy. I mean, it <laughs> kind of came out of nowhere, but I'm super stoked about it. So uh, it's the Paper Mario Love with a mixture of 2D and 3D game style uh, this time, with certain enemies being uh, origami versions. Uh, the game style is absolutely beautiful. It's really cool. You'll have like the standard Paper Mario character. And then, you know, it'll be like a Goomba, but it's a Goomba made in origami. And it just, all the textures and stuff look great. I mean, it's applicable to like Yoshi's uh, Wooly World and all that kind of stuff where they use those, you know, photorealistic textures for the for the materials, which is awesome. The um, style an- kind of reminds me of like an N64 game. Cause yes. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> all yeah. the polygons and shit. It yeah, looks great all the though. It's yeah. really cool. It is really cool. Um, and they got a new battle system, which is awesome. So they got rid of like the cards and all that dumb shit. Uh, it's going to be ring based. Uh, so you need to align your enemies up ahead of time to maximize damage as much as possible uh, in the ring style battle, which is, I actually really enjoy that. I love that about Nino Kuni. Um, which I'm currently playing. Um, and uh, this is going to be releasing on July 17th, 2020 on the, the Nintendo Switch. So I'm stoked about it. I will probably pick that up. I've played oh, yeah. every Paper Mario, and I love me some Paper Mario. I don't so. think I've played one since the Thousand Year Door. Mm. I think that was the last one I played. I never really got into Paper Mario at the oh, time, man, I but I, I'm I'm excited for this one. This one looks fantastic, and it I I'm pumped. And to kind of coincide with uh, the Paper Mario Origami, Origami King announcement, uh, there's there's some new rumors that are kind of coming out. Uh, so basically, Pikmin 3 Deluxe Edition is is the big rumor right now that mm-hmm. we're just waiting to hear something on. Uh, so this rumor stems from a handful of different sources, but uh, news site VentureBeat has now said that or said in their article basically announcing Paper Mario the Origami King, uh, that other Nintendo Studios will have games ready for release soon as well. That includes the 3D Mario remasters, uh, but it should also include Pikmin 3 Deluxe. So, I'm, I I mean, Venture Beat is sometimes right, sometimes they're not. I mean, it, it's just yeah. like anything, but it, it makes sense. And, and it, it, it could very well happen. That was a Wii U game that... Um, Didn't I, get as much attention as it probably yeah, should have just exactly. the console didn't sell right so yeah so I, I could absolutely see that you know they've they've tried to port pretty much all the other large games over to the switch so sure. why wouldn't why wouldn't pikmin get the same treatment i mean oh, i love man. the pikmin games they're so fun i'm so stoked that they're doing you know this Pikmin mario and then pikmin 3 and then these if they do these 3d mario titles like that yeah. that switch is a badass system even though people are like oh it's not new stuff they're just porting it over okay I don't cool care. we went through <laughs> what two years of like third-party ports um we got a couple of exclusives and some obviously nintendo big stuff like you know smash bros and stuff like that that's awesome now it's time i think for the switch to really shine with a lot of those you know first party ports and on top of that uh, to make it even better, maybe a new Mario Kart? Who knows? <laughs> the dream loves on. D- d- double dash? Double dash, maybe. <laughs> um, moving on, uh, Ubisoft is having a live event, and it's called Ubisoft Forward, uh, and it'll take place July 12th, uh, so a little later than uh, when they would normally have their Ubisoft, what do they always call it? Ubi 3? Yeah, something like that. Ubi three something. UB three E three something. Wow, <laughs> it's the chick that comes on stage and throws a fucking f bomb just to be cool uh, for yeah, the first yeah. ten minutes, uh-huh. and then then they get it. Ubisoft 
Fuck yeah, we're yeah. edgy. <laughs> Great. Anyways, um, just give me Valhalla. I don't care. <laughs> save, save the date from the Ubisoft news blog. Uh, with physical gaming shows around the world postponed due to the COVID nineteen pandemic, you know that darn dang pandemicer. Um, Ubisoft will be hosting its first digital conference called Ubisoft Forward on July twelfth at ten p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Central Eastern. Is that what? Yeah. Why would they do that? I don't know. Anyways, get ready for an E3-style showcase with plenty of exclusive game news, exciting reveals, and much more. I'm excited not everybody's doing their shit in June. Makes no sense. Makes no yeah. sense. We have the there's, internet. There's still a handful of them that are, which it, it's still going to be a little crowded, but, I mean, Nintendo not hasn't even announced that they're doing anything. In fact, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, they announced that they weren't going to be doing an E3 <laughs> presentation. Uh, and, but, yeah, everything's spaced out, like you were saying earlier, so it'll be nice to not have this information overload where yeah. some of these smaller things will be able to shine more. because Every the, year. Every, Every year, year at E3, there's so much going on at oh the same God. time that some of the, the you know, like double A studios and stuff, they, they put out something that looks awesome, but it just completely just gets washed away. Gets overshadowed, and then five months later, people are talking about it, and you're like, right. was there the whole time? Yeah. Except for the case of Battletoads. I. Uh, I don't think it exists. I think it's bullshit. I think it's a conspiracy. I think they're playing with your heart. Yeah. Not mine. I don't care. Fucking with my head, dude. For you. P3's (laughs) fucking with my head right now. They showed the logo. They showed these little, you know, they showed some gameplay. Yeah. I still don't think the game exists. No. No, they made (laughs) like maybe a level. They were cutouts. They're like, here you go. (laughs) This is a little thing. They were puppets. (laughs) All right, Brody, what have you been playing this week? I have finally finished Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Yes! Finally. Almost yes! 60 hours later, I Holy have finally shit, beat it. dude. Uh, I played a little bit more. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Uh, I finally beat, or not beat, sorry. I, I've been playing some more Animal Crossing. I had a yeah. really great uh Turnip rate today sold them for like three hundred and eighty-four. Have Have you seen the um this YouTube channel that's blown up with uh, Gary Witta? He's kind of like one of the kind of fun, he's not like yeah. the kind of funny guys, but he does animal talking. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. He's done it. They've done it. It's brilliant. Done like a late night like TV show, like talk show, mm-hmm. and in his in the home of his Animal Crossing basement. And he has his friends over, and then like they have a drum set and someone else in there, just like a late night set. Like they've had like Greg on there, they've had Naomi Kyle on there, and they just like shoot the shit. They had T Pain on there the other night, really? and they gave T Pain a fucking crown. That's amazing. <laughs> and T Pain played a bunch of shit. T Pain went over to the drums or like a piano or something they had set up in there, <laughs> and then T Pain was playing it in his own home, and they just relayed the shit through Zoom. That's but it's awesome. it's pretty interesting. It's like it's like just at the early cusp of starting to like blow up. But yeah, it's 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 huh. pretty funny. I'll check that out. Uh, yeah. I played a little bit more Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm getting getting close to the end. Slowly. Are you liking it? Or are you? I really like it. I really okay, do enjoy good. it. That's good. That's uh, good. I'm uh, I've been doing all the side quests and everything I can. Uh, I was going to try to platinum trophy it uh that's probably not going to happen anymore because there's some things where you have to go back and and replay 
a few chapters and stuff, and some of those chapters are pretty long, so I'm just probably not going to do that. Uh, played actually a little bit of Final Fantasy XIV online. There was like a, a free play, like eight days worth of free play on there, so I jumped back into that for a little bit. Played some Modern Warfare, and I have finally restarted Astral Chain. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm about four hours into that right now i played a lot this this weekend and throughout the week a little bit here and there but uh yeah a lot how about yourself uh i i got into a mess of things um <clears throat> i i got into overwatch obviously I played a bit of that i always dabble a tiny bit of that Nino Cooney on switch got a decent amount of time into it nice a couple hours so i was pretty stoked about that played modern warfare with you guys obviously in that hellish container yeah 10 monstrosity is that still on by the way i hope so holy it's shit so was that lightning fun. yeah it was holy <laughs> shit <laughs> I, I only saw it in the in the little box in, in hangouts and i just yeah. saw a flash and i was like what the fuck <laughs> your whole window lit up real good real uh, good damn. um anyways so that that's still on this weekend I hope so. Yeah, I don't. We I don't totally think it is because I think they update it every week. But uh, uh, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. It's insane. It's just ridiculous. Oh, it was <laughs> like, absolutely so crazy. stupid. You're alive for like three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Uh, and then I actually played a tiny, tiny bit of Pokemon Shield. Like for really, not that much. I just like turned it on, popped in there, and how far? Know. How far are you into that? Not very far. Really? Yeah. Like I here's my thing is. Now that I'm playing Nino Kuni, I really wish the battle system in, in Pokemon changed a bit to Nino Kuni's, like, basically what Paper Mario is going to with the ring system. Yeah. Yeah, they could do so around. much more with that battle system. Yeah, I want to be able to run around. Yeah. And, and like, move stuff, and my trainer does stuff. Because, like, Nino Kuni's great. I can run around with Oliver, and, and, you know, then I can put out my... I can put out Petey, which is one of my... Um, monsters that i named in the game um <laughs> but uh and and it's just i can collect health and like experience and all that shit and magic points yeah. while running around it's just so much more i don't know it doesn't feel like it slows down so but yeah uh, yeah pokemon I, I i played a lot of actual of sword actually i, I think like i ended back. up having like 50 or 60 hours in it um yeah. And I have I've enjoyed it. I mean, I got into some things in it that I normally don't get into. Granted, I haven't played Pokemon very much for a few generations now. Yeah, um, yeah. and like you so left the 3DS alone, pretty much. Yeah, like I I, yeah. I have a couple of them from the 3DS, but I just never really got into them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I played a decent chunk of it and I enjoyed it. But yeah, like you're saying. The, the battle system so simple that it, it, it becomes a, a matter of just getting into a battle, hitting the same move that you've been Clicking doing to a, everything yeah. for forever, yeah. <laughs> for it the feels most like part. It's held up to me. Like, here I am, I'm holding this thing. Not that the Switch is like a, you know, mecca of technology by any means, but it's, it's like, you know, what are we doing here? Like, let's try to, I mean, it's not open yeah. world. It's, you know, it's 3D, sure, but let's. let's they would probably you know, get a, a pretty big kickback though if they did try to change the battle system too much i mean there is a lot yeah. of nostalgia there or yeah. i mean there and there is kind of like the the competitive battling too so there's this this weird again back to the yeah. the fine line of how much do you change and how much do you keep yeah but Especially it's nowadays. also it's also game freak and they've been making the same game for 
20 something years now. <laughs> it still like hotcakes. So, you know, they're not going to yeah. change anything anytime soon, I don't think. Right. All right, bro, let's talk about some bigger news. Um, plus one piece of news that I put in here just because it's huge in my heart. But Yeah, I was going to say, this this was all you. <laughs> well, you wanted this to be big news. so This is <laughs> huge, baby. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a big discussion ahead of us uh, with everything that was shown. Um, so I guess I'll go through this kind of quickly. PGA Tour 2K21 coming in August. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm fucking stoked. I cannot be more pumped about having this fucking game. Someone else is going to do it. It's not going to be EA. Thank the Lord for that. Shaq won't be in this, like NBA 2K20. So don't worry. I'll probably <laughs> fucking be on the sidelines pushing Icy Hot or something. Uh, Justin Thomas will be on the cover. Uh, I'm really hoping we're finally going to get a good golf game again. The golf club game fucking sucked. I tried to play that. I've stated that on this podcast before. Awful. It did nothing for me. If the putting was horrendous. The driving was horrendous. The graphics, horrendous. My ego, horrendous. During the entire time, my ability and skill within golf, playing the golf club, horrendous. I'm excited to see PGA Tour 2K20. Super pumped about it. I will be playing. I will be playing online. Fucking come find me online. Let's play some golf. I will not be playing this. I will not be playing this online. I will not be playing this by myself. I, I, so there's when these things happen, we always remember where we were in life, right? I was taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was scrolling. I was scrolling through Twitter. I'm rolling through. Okay, I'm seeing all of our all of our people on Twitter and stuff like that. Corey, if you're listening, I read your tweets while I poop. And then, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like it's it's late it's, it's late morning, it's late morning, early afternoon. I think I'm scrolling through. I see the trailer. I go, or no, I don't see the trailer. I see like the they posted the image, and then they had like who will be on the cover, and I just went, holy shit! I honestly, God, went, oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> At like 10.30 in the morning. You need more excitement in your life. <laughs> and I was like, no way. I immediately messaged like five friends that we always used to play. So right now, if you want to play like a good golf game, you got to go get Roy, uh, Rory McIlroy PGA Tour. But mm-hmm. here's the problem. The licensing for Rory McIlroy's name expired. So they don't even sell the game digitally anymore. You have to go. You have to find it used. You, you, you can't buy the game anywhere. So you got to hunt down this used copy right now for all these things, or you got to play the golf club, which is like one fucking line of code away from being like fucking malware, dude. It's awful. (laughs) So I was so excited (laughs) when this thing came out. I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait. I've already got fucking tournaments lined up with some buddies online for fucking online golf. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. (laughs) Uh, The only, well, aside from like the, the older Mario golf games, uh, the only too. golf game I actually care about was Golf Story. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, you won't like this. Uh, nope, nope, not not really a golfer here. Um, oh my but God. Good for I can't, you. I can't, I dude, I can't tell you. you. Like, not Unreal nearly Engine. As excited as you, but excited for you. Uh, Unreal Engine? Who gives a fuck? This is Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> this is Unreal. 
I'm so stoked, man. Anyways, go on with. I've been far too long on golf. Oh, fucking golf. So, game. <laughs> Star Wars Episode One Racer was delayed hours before it was set to release. Uh, late Monday night, developer Aspire start, stated that it's the fucking game... fucking sucked, too, because I messaged you guys. I'm like, I'm so fucking stoked. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, uh, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> uh, so they stated that the game would be delayed uh, for the time being with no estimate of when the game will actually launch. This is actually the second time this game has been delayed as the PS4 edition of the game had previously been pushed back to May 26th, but the Switch, Switch edition had been given the green light to launch this week. So this is kind of the the summary quick statement from the devs. We are so excited to share Star Wars Episode One Racer with you soon. Unfortunately, due to ongoing work from home requirements across the industry, the game will be further delayed on Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. We'll be back with an update as soon as possible. Um, why? Um, I don't buy that at all. <laughs> if... <laughs> Why are you delaying it the day before if it's something that has been going on for three months now? <laughs> or two months or whatever it's been. <laughs> Quarantine time doesn't pass the same as normal time, damn it. Someone probably fucking forgot. Somebody probably woke up <laughs> you know, in the morning and just went, oh, oh shit. Oh, no. Oh, dude, it's some crazy. Like, if, the, if we get disconnected, it's because my house got hit by like. Oh. Oh, oh, oh shit. Okay, then. Well, there's a forest behind me, it's dark, and there's a tree right at the back of my home. Well, it might be in your home before too long. <laughs> I hope not, because it'd literally come through the corner of this fucking office. <laughs> That'd be a real bummer. Anyways, um, yeah, like I it's like someone just woke up and went, Holy shit. That's I tomorrow. Had to, I had to submit that two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty <laughs> like, much. I, I don't I don't understand where that came from, but I do have to say this. That's game dev. Or now that's game dev. <laughs> now that's pod racing. Now that's pod racing. Uh, yeah, I was no, so stoked for this. Too. It was a weird one. It was a weird one. I'm not entirely buying it. Um, it sounds like there's some mismanagement going on over there. Someone, someone's fucking somebody. The... Someone's fucking somebody. Yeah, I'm slightly concerned for this game. I, I feel like it's going to come out and be a absolute clusterfuck oh you know it is oh yeah you know it's gonna come out there's gonna like your one engine on your pod is gonna be like clipping into the fucking other one so baba is gonna be like the lower torso is not fucking developed just hanging <laughs> out <laughs> the pod racer your it's legs gonna are gonna be, be dangling underneath your pod racer oh god <laughs> it's gonna be an absolute shit show dude oh, oh yeah it's oh. it's gonna be rough so look yeah. forward to that, I guess. Yeah, I was going to buy that day one, too. I know you were. You were <laughs> and stoked. It, and then day one turned in. When do you think it's going to come out? I have no clue. I, I bet imagine... you get delayed by, like, at least a month. Yeah, yeah, because approval on Nintendo Switch is already, like, a three-week process. So I imagine this is going to be a little bit. Because I, I, I bet they weren't even approved to launch the damn thing. So... <laughs> You know what's interesting, and I only have this from past experience, there was a game that I had been working on that was an older game, an older racing game, and it was going to be submitted to the to the Wii U, and um, everything was going well, and then the last part of the CERT process that was an issue was the photosensitivity issue for um, epilepsy and seizure. Mm -hmm. And it 
had to do with I think the the crowd around um, on the track and also the finish line stripes um, because it was upresed and and we had made it better looking the the finish line when you would cross it ticked off the photosensitivity checker that I guess Nintendo has in their cert process and it delayed it by an extreme amount really yeah. Like so much so that like we didn't release the game, we didn't announce it, but we didn't release it because that's also the time that we started. We started to see eh, this isn't selling too hot, you know. So, but maybe that's something that happened. I don't know. Maybe you know you fly by Jabba too too fast of a speed and you have a seizure. That, that could be. Yeah, now that we actually care about people that have epilepsy, because back in the day, they did not on games. There was some <laughs> some real messed up stuff that would happen There's in games. some weird shit, dude. <laughs> like, that that would not fly anymore. Pop in fucking Goldeneye and just shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Duck hunt on the TV and just keep flashing the screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, Jesus. Making uh, moving big on, strides uh, here. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Uh, one of our big pieces of news. We got to see Ghost of Tsushima. Um, Gameplay. Uh, yeah, game, actual gameplay. Gameplay uh, <laughs> in the state of play, which um, was great to see. Uh, it was great not to be lied to and uh, or hyped. Um, and uh, it looked beautiful. It looked yeah. absolutely stunning. I'm not a big uh, samurai ninja game kind of guy, but I really enjoyed this. It, it intrigues me. Um, I want to see a little bit more, but, um, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous looking. Um, so there's no waypoints in it, which is awesome. Um, there, well, so there's waypoints, but there, it's like weird looking trees or uh, a smoke, um, could be burning from somewhere for you to go and, and check, you know, key events or key things to go look at. Um, but other than that, there's nothing, there's no HUD. You're just, you're there. You are in Tsushima, and yeah. it's just you. Um, and uh, the gust of wind uh, will point you in the direction for your waypoint. So if you set a waypoint on your map, um, the wind's going to change the direction, and you just got to follow. You got to look at the tall grass, look at the trees, look where the leaves are blowing, where the water's rippling, all that kind of stuff to find your way to where you need to go, which is awesome. That's a really yeah. unique way of doing things, and I think that's – I'm surprised like um, that hasn't been in a Zelda game. Yeah, like I am Breath too. Of the Wild, uh, you know? Sometimes I like having you know like the the map markers and like your your yeah. compass at the top, stuff like that. But other times, like something like this, I think it works really well for. And on top of that, it didn't really look like there's much of a HUD. Like everything was a pop up. No, it's not. So you could pop it up at any yeah. time, and then and then you could make your selection, and then it would go away again. And I think mm-hmm. that helps a lot for like immersion. But oh, for sure. And I, there was a robust menu too. Like oh when yeah. You, one of them it was it was a pretty deep menu i so the weird thing about this for me is i'm really excited for this game i i'm not i'm also kind of in the same boat i'm not a big you know samurai like that that style of game usually I got assassin's like, creed vibes from it yeah i got big assassin's creed vibes they had like the the detect meter as he was running around and stuff like that um but at the same time uh it's so weird that this game is so close to launching, and this is really the first we've actually seen of it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like gameplay. Yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah, up yeah, until yeah, now, yeah. we've seen trailers. We've seen a lot of different trailers and, oh, and some yeah. really cool stuff, but um, 
it, it was a little different, and I am still excited for it because it looks incredible. Um, but there wasn't a whole lot in this video that was way different than I thought or anything completely like jaw dropping. Like it was, it was kind of what I no. expected, I guess, and that's not a bad thing by any means. It is just. Um, I, I, there wasn't anything there to completely blow you away. Like, oh my God, they're doing that. Like it, it was uh, just, I think that where they go to the, um, for me at least where they went to like the black and white and it's yeah. a samurai showdown and okay. they pull their swords out Yeah, and they, the, you know, the execution with that, that was kind of cool. I mean, just because they basically changed the aspect ratio and everything and it goes into like almost, it looks like a cinematic. It kind of re- reminds me of like uh, the older Assassin's Creeds when you would get a, an assassination and it would Zoom's go into in, like the animus yeah. and everything and he'd be like sitting yeah, there yeah, talking yeah. to him while he's still got a hidden blade shoved into his lungs. like. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, it did kind of remind me of that in a way. But yeah, I, I think this game looks gorgeous. I'm, I'm excited. That'll be uh, a game I will definitely be picking up to play for sure. Yeah, I mean, it it's... To go out on a like out with a bang for the PS4, yeah. With this, I mean, holy hell, that's that's a really big treat to go out on that. I, I know that Xbox is gonna give us some stuff too with um, uh, smart play, yeah. But I mean, that this is like a this is a great like swan song or swan what is it swan story? Is that what they swan song? Swan song, swan song. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, to go out on, I mean, it's just pretty nuts just to wrap it up like that well this, yeah and this, this and and uh the last of us too like they're coming in with a pretty strong last yeah. year even though you know they they've already done a lot of their their major titles yeah. last year or the year before and i want to assume that these would both go to ps5 oh yeah I'm last sure. year was too and ghost of tsushima whether or not they have something close to a smart play we have no idea but yeah, how, how like they're going to they do that, we're still not entirely sure. PlayStation's kind of been tight-lipped about it, but I imagine these will definitely be available on PlayStation 5 as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, the next huge piece of news from this week. Oh, my God, yeah. This is so cool. Uh, they showed off the Unreal Engine 5, and this was yeah. all running on a PlayStation 5, which typically... Fucking um, genius, by the way. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation got their hand right in that, and it... It <laughs> and it worked because there were people absolutely just destroying and we'll, Xbox we'll, yeah, we'll, fans. Yeah, we'll, we'll get talk there. about that after. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because the Unreal Engine clearly is only a Sony thing, right? <laughs> oh God! Uh, but anyway, uh, this was incredible. Genius mm-hmm. marketing by Sony on their part, getting their yeah. name attached to this reveal a couple days after a shitstorm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Unreal Engine 5 gets shown off and this is obviously one of the major, major, um, uh, what's, what's the word? Engines that are used to make games. Unreal Engine is ridiculously popular, uh, owned by good old Epic, Epic Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the two main core technologies of Unreal Engine 5, and this is actually as written by Epic themselves, so we'll kind of go into how they describe it, and then we'll talk about it ourselves as well. But they use nanite virtualized micropolygon geometry. Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> this uh, frees artists to create as much geometric detail as the eye can see. Nanite virtualized geometry means that film quality source art compri- or comprising 
including hundreds of millions or billions of polygons, can be imported directly into Unreal Engine. Anything from ZBrush sculpts uh, to photogrammetry uh, scans to CAD data. Photogrammetry. And it just works. Uh, Nanite geometry is streamed and scaled in real time, so there are no more polygon count budgets, polygon memory budgets, or draw count budgets. There is no need to bake details to normal maps or manually author LODs, and there is no quality loss. Uh, this, oh my God. this is insane what they've done you can basically put any fucking thing in this thing and it just maps it yeah yeah i mean they were basically saying that a a lot of what they showed off in this demo here was like basically from a movie like this is real imagery and like just unreal what they did with this holy shit so so many triangles (laughs) oh they love triangles dude that one guy is like cool lots of triangles (laughs) <laughs> Did I mention I love triangles? <laughs> no, this was this was awesome. Um, and then the next thing they showed off was Lumen. And this is a fully dynamic global illumination solution that immediately reacts to scene and light changes. The system renders diffuse uh, into reflection with infinite bounces and indirect specular reflections in huge detailed environments at scales ranging from kilometers to millimeters. Artists awesome. and designers can create more dynamic scenes using Lumen, for example, changing the sun angle for time of day, uh, turning on a flashlight, or blowing a hole in the ceiling, and indirect lighting will adapt accordingly. Lumen erases the need to wait for light map break or bakes to finish and to author light map UVs. A huge time savings when an artist can move a light inside the unreal editor and lighting looks the same as when the game is run on console and they did this real time while they were showing this off which yeah they moved this was confirmed that this demo was not a pre-recorded thing and they actually did it as they were going live which is incredible uh and and they really did too like they had breaks in the ceiling of this demo and they moved the lighting from one area to another and it completely changed how everything looked or looked and it rendered out like perfectly. I mean, it, it changed uh, how it was kind of bouncing off to the different machine rocks. learning, dude. Oh, it's unreal. Machine learning and AI, absolutely incredible what they've been able to do. Yeah, I'm. I can't even. Um, this this lighting is just unreal. It <laughs> unreal. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, completely unintentional. But no, they've done they've done some really awesome things, um, and so. The unfortunate part about this is it's going to be probably uh, three years before we really see anything actually made on this unless it comes directly from Epic. Uh, So the Unreal Engine 5 will be available for preview in early 2021 and a full release in late 2021. And Epic will rely on the Unreal Engine 4.25 for the beginning of the next gen of consoles, which is what is currently out. So that that will move forward. Yeah, and... Uh, honestly, Unreal Engine 4.25 looks fantastic as well, but uh, this this new Nanite and Lumen technology is is a whole nother ball game, oh, yeah. and uh, and we'll see it. You know, I assume Sony's going to be very deep into this, and I bet you're going to see it in like Uncharted and some things like that. Um, but yeah, it's it. Unfortunately, it will probably be a handful of years before we actually see anything running too heavily on this. Uh, but you even go back and look at Unreal Engine 4's 
like preview that they did similar to this and to see how far we've come from that initially is insane so mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure by the end of this next gen we're just gonna essentially be playing movies like it's it's insane what they're able to do with this technology yeah uh, it will support next-gen consoles, current-gen consoles, PC, Mac, iOS, and Android when it does fully launch. And devs can now download Unreal Engine, create a game, and release the game entirely free with no royalties to be paid up to the first $1 million in gross revenue. Uh, and this starts now and will actually act retroactively uh, back to January 1st of 2020. Now, I think that uh, the old rules with Unreal was you could download for free, all that kind of shit, yeah. and use it for free up to, I think, the first like 500000 or 100000 Yeah. And I think the royalty is 10% after the gross amount right. um, is earned, um, which, I mean, honestly, what's your other choice? Either go build out your own engine, which, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> or use you know and a more there's out of date engine Unity, that's just not make your game quicker. There's a there's a handful of other yeah, engines out Unity. there, but yeah. Unreal's really kind of they've really taken over that whole realm. I I would say oh, that's absolutely. by far in a way the most popular engine. Yeah, and your point about Uncharted too. It'll be interesting where you know typically Sony and those guys stick to their own engines, right? They make their own in house engines, but it'll be interesting to see if they if they jump to this and they're like, hey, like why would we yeah. invest all this R and D? But they'd have to give up ten percent after one mil, which I mean or five yeah. percent. I forget which one it is, but you know, that's that's a tough pill to swallow for some people, right? So it, yeah, it's kinda hard to ha- say if they're going to use it or if this was more of a, a marketing deal where it's like, hey, we're gonna put our name on this and now yeah. and, and yeah. I mean Epic the whole time they were showing this off were really sucking the PlayStation 5's dick and I don't blame so, them like it is Tim an Sweeney, impressive console. Tim Sweeney said that the, the the PS5 the the SSD in it is oh, leaps yeah. and bounds better than the than the Series X mm-hmm. in terms of what it can it, can, it well he said throughput for data. I I had heard well. that he well I I thought it was uh, current consoles and and high end PCs right now. I didn't think it was I don't think he made a direct comparison to the Series X, did he? Unless I missed oh, it. Oh, I took I took current consoles as well. This the shit coming up. I mean, he's seen Xbox Series X. Yeah. Well, and PS5. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if he yeah. was talking about Series X or if he was talking about like One X and PlayStation 4 Pro. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, but, he's yeah. fucking impressed. With oh, PS5. yeah. There's also something that um we didn't mention that I thought was pretty neat is there's they they showed um the audio uh, tool oh, within yeah. this and 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 it using again machine learning and some AI it's able to take sounds and mimic what they sound like in a volumetric space. So like there was a scene where she's in the cave, they were able to import her voice and her sound. And that sound is expelled as if it's in a void in a cave area. Mm-hmm. Get the echo with, and everything with the else. use of that tool without having to record different sounds for that area or go into crazy, crazy backend stuff for changing that voice modulation mm-hmm. in, in that volumetric space. But yeah, I was, I, I was blown away yeah. by that. I'm like, Holy shit. So you just, walk in and all of a sudden boom i'm in a cave my character speaks like it's in a cave the lighting's all good like we're in a cave and (laughs) you know uh, the big thing is focus on art which is great instead of technicals yeah and this is going to help not only like the the indie devs and stuff and some of these smaller teams that are putting together these games which i mean that's that's crazy the the quality of some of these indie games will go up because they don't have to 
put so much time into doing things like this. But on top mm -hmm. of that, it's also going to help speed up development on larger games because some of this is done in the engine without having to do any back end messing around to get certain things certain ways and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and adjusting light by yourself you know going in and spending hours upon hours changing how it will react like now everything is kind of done like you said a machine learning like it is done automatically and that is going to speed up development and also i mean just improve overall quality of development as well yeah i think there was um i watched a youtuber called austin evans and um he's kind of like a tech guy just all-encompassing tech guy but he mm -hmm. he got a first look at the series x and was able to like take it apart and everything and uh was also um just recently did a video of you know kind of graphics uh as a, as a whole in this next gen and this thing was while the graphics look really nice in this um and it was just really beautiful i think the big focus on this generation is honestly going to be big expansive worlds because you don't really have that resolution race anymore like yeah where it's not like the days where we're going to 1080p or we're going to 4k like obviously they're trying to push to 8k but i don't think people really give that much of a shit anymore it's not like it's going to full hd where you see this big massive leap i think it's more the expansive area and, and yeah that lighting is fantastic but i do have to reserve some stuff because it's all it's a tech demo and it's yeah. it's everything poured into a live scene but can you really pour all of that it was into a game? Also, specifically designed to show off the tech. At the end of the day, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Whether yeah. it was live or space. not, it is. Yeah. It is. Which again, it has been confirmed that it was live. But that space and that little excerpt was all specifically designed with showing this off. You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, it's really, um, it, it is really cool and I am excited and I was kind of half hoping that they were going to say what that game was. Cause it looked like it could be a really cool game or if it was solely made with the, the intent of just showing it off and that's really about it. But, uh, the idea of it being big, expansive worlds is slightly concerning to me, um, that big expansive worlds kind of wear on me after a while anyway so uh, the idea of having games that are larger than what we already see is daunting in a way that i'm not overly excited about personally uh, because i try to play so many different games that i don't have time to devote you know 80 90 hours into each game and still not even touch half of it and and you run into the problem of really long times for development you run into places that feel empty within the world because you can only pour so much you know heart and soul into certain areas or you're devoting yeah. certain time to like this side quest is going to be really dumb and it's a fetch quest but this one over here is going to be <laughs> crazy and send you up a mountain and you know whatever but um mm -hmm. yeah it, it's cool and i i am excited to see what some devs do with this and obviously like this initial tech demo is just the tip of the iceberg like what comes sure. in in you know the three four years after the fact is going to be crazy because oh yeah, people are going to push this shit. tech to to the limit which they always the do limit. so it's yeah, going no, to be good cool all right well because uh we're getting so close to that next gen there's a little bit of a next-gen race mm -hmm. for eyeballs. And I think 
when we talk about next gen, we kind of see both sides. We're not oh, yeah. really biased. I mean, we kind of, I like to think that we honestly give like a pretty open opinion about everything. Um, and kind of don't favor one or the other. Like we just like games. Right. <laughs> so, um, so with that, I mean, you know, we're, we're middle of May for all intents and purposes, you know, we're expecting Microsoft to do something in June, hopefully. Yeah. Um, we don't know yet. Maybe they won't, maybe they'll wait. Who knows? Um, and we don't know what Sony's going to do. Sony's just kind of obviously taking the back seat and let kind of Microsoft do its thing. So far, with what we've seen, what we've what we've learned, what we've you know been told, all this kind of shit. I mean, do you do you think there's anyone that's winning above the other one right now in terms of like eyeballs and in terms of like um, it's weird though, right? Because it's like Xbox owns such a smaller market share than Sony right. that it's really like Xbox trying to grab people over from PlayStation, and PlayStation's all about retainment, mm-hmm. right? At this point. Um, and maybe, you know, some people coming over from Xbox, but do, do you see anyone winning right now? Um, outside of fanboyism, like just, just <laughs> I was going to say, if, if you go anywhere on the internet with any of this stuff going on, uh, you would oh, immediately think that Xbox is shit and they put out a cardboard box with like a motherboard tape, duct tape to the side. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they have. Pretty comparable stats. Yeah. Some internal is a little different. Right. But nothing that would um, cause a, a big polarity between the two. Aside from the fanboyism, um, I I don't know if there is a clear-cut winner at this point. Because okay. I, as far as consoles go, they're pretty comparable. The way they uh, process things are slightly different. Um, and they're mm-hmm. both viable ways to go about it, but they are slightly oh, sure. different. Um, and... Uh, and really, at this point, we haven't seen anything that is exclusive, like gameplay to one console versus the other, or performance or anything like that. Like I said, the Unreal Engine thing, like as much as people were trying to play it off, like this is a PlayStation thing, it's an Unreal Engine thing, which will come to both consoles eventually. And it's the highest possible shit that they could cram into a demo right so that that's not a fair assessment of you know oh well playstation's gonna win like the thing is like you said they have the higher market share so obviously they're probably going to be have a a hell of a head start on xbox and probably still sell their voices louder online too like that feasibly they have more fans exactly absolutely and but the thing is Xbox has not put all of their eggs in one basket, and I think that's where they're going to shine. They're they're catering to a PC audience as well, and they're catering to a overall service audience. And so yeah. they're I think the way they're approaching this next gen is different than PlayStation, because PlayStation at the end of the day is still trying to sell the PlayStation 5. Whereas Xbox, they don't care if you buy Game Pass on PC or if you buy it on console. Like, yeah, yeah I mean they a care a little bit, but it's not uh, that's not their sole device, right? Like they they sure, have yeah, yeah. a little bit broader uh, realm here, and so yeah. I at this point in time, I still think it's kind of up in the air. I, I honestly, I, I think the PlayStation's going to outsell the Xbox. Obviously, like I mean, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. Doubled, I don't know how you don't. It, it doubled. It just hit 110 million units. So it, it seems kind of like it. It's pretty obvious in that realm, but. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a clear. I don't think it's the same as you know, uh, 
a few gens ago when there was a clear-cut winner and a clear-cut loser, like, yeah, you can look at overall numbers and things like that, but at the same time, Xbox still did pretty good for not having that many first-party games. They did a good recovery right. from what, what started with the Xbox One, because the Xbox One launch was horrendous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think they're making strides in the right direction, uh, but mm-hmm. obviously PlayStation is still just killing it they're i mean yeah you you can't deny it they're they're doing fantastic they have they have the big first party games they have uncharted they have god of war they have spider-man they have uh the last of us they have all of these games that i mean by themselves would already sell the console (laughs) so it, it it is um at the end of the day it comes down to a certain amount of brand loyalty and i think that's what they're banking on because at mm-hmm. this point you know some most people who are getting into games or already are gamers have a console that they've been playing on they have a console where they've already bought all their games they want to be able mm-hmm. to carry that forward and keep their library because that's a big thing going forward as well you know while playstation hasn't talked about it a whole lot i mean your games are going to come forward with you. It, it, they have to. If they don't, PlayStation would be shooting themselves directly in the foot. And so, yeah. to a certain extent, like at least PlayStation 4 games are going to move forward. And, and that that's really what's going to matter. These people have spent hundreds of, hundreds of dollars into uh, building this library. And for that to just be thrown to the wayside because, oh, well, I, I'm actually interested in Xbox. You know, like they're doing some cool stuff over there. Yeah, it's probably yeah. not going to happen at no, this people point. People are too invested, yeah. Yeah, people are people are way too invested into it. I personally like for me, I like having both. I and I know that's not always a feasible thing, right? And and I've I've talked about what I'm going to do and that's just because for me the the Xbox has always been that third party system for me and that's just because yeah. most of the people I play with are on Xbox. Um Yeah, and that's and the biggest I like, thing, right? And, it's like and personally, I'm just friends? used to the controller as well. So, like, for mm-hmm. playing Call of Duty and stuff, I like having my Xbox controller. That's just me. Um, but I love PlayStation's first-party games. So I, I have my PlayStation 4 as well, and I've been playing stuff through there. And and I, I like to have the best of both worlds. And, again, not always a feasible thing, but uh, I yeah. think a lot, of, a lot of people are starting to kind of come to that like hey i'm gonna pick this one up now and then i'll pick the other one up on a sale or i'll pick it up you know later on in the generation and go through and play and i don't yeah, or wait for that one game that you're like oh okay new god of wars uh, right okay, time to pick it up now finally you know and, and you know and, and kind of the same thing for the switch too the switch kind of falls into that realm too like i'm not going to play most third party things on the switch but the first party switch games are fantastic so it, it's this weird like i feel like this this whole arms race for these companies has kind of gone by the wayside to an extent um but well i mean it's the fanboyism the fanboys just want to be on a team that wins right. it's like politics yeah i mean everyone just wants to go, well my you know politician won blah 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 it's like who fucking cares like we're playing i mean here's my thing first party games like first party exclusive games that's that's it like that's all that's gonna matter in my mind going forward yeah. because these third party games you have cross play now and that's going to be a thing moving forward with a lot of games. Like I, I don't see how many big third-party publishers will not be able to, you know, include cross-party play right um, between Xbox and PlayStation. So in my mind, it comes down to the exclusives that are going to be on that system, um, which 
does Xbox lack that? Yes, but we don't know yet. Yeah, I mean they you know, picked. I up mean, we know a new Halo's coming. I do. I think another Gears is probably. Do I think Gears has kind of had its time? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems to sell a lot. To me personally, I'm kind of done with Gears. Yeah. But you know, the other side of that too is it's more accessible than ever on Xbox's side than Sony's to get to those exclusives. You can go buy an Xbox and start paying. Nine ninety nine a month, and you can get Game Pass and play those exclusives. Yeah. Or you can go to Sony, and you can go pay sixty bucks a pop for each exclusive. Yeah. So unless you know they go heavy on their subscription stuff going forward, right? But and yeah, to your thing with smart play on Xbox and whatever Sony's going to do, I mean they'll probably do it in the Sony manner where it's like you got to put your old disc in or start the old game up and then go to the store and go <laughs> download the new one on the ps5 but you know they'll do that they, they have to gaming isn't like i own five games for my n64 it's it's now like i have like a bajillion fucking games yeah oh absolutely i've been given games for free for the last six years through games with gold <laughs> every month i get two games that's a lot of games in itself right, right. so you know, I, I think for me personally at this stage, I think Sony's winning by by a hair mm-hmm. only because they're playing the long game and the long game always wins. And their hype is don't show the damn box. Give all the performance. Give all the gameplay. Show the controller. Hold the box for as long as possible. It sounds really fucking stupid because, I mean, do I really care that much at this point? Not really. I mean, if it looked like a PlayStation 4 Pro, whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm still going, what's it look like? What's it look like, right? So it works. But um, that's super smart. Mm -hmm. Um, And and just focus, like that being the last focus is, I think, key. Because Xbox, as much as they've touted on being like transparent, they showed the box first. They haven't shown any gameplay. Well, neither has PlayStation at this point either. I mean, other than that tech demo for yeah, Unreal that's Engine. true enough. I'll give you that. That's that's true enough. Here's the thing, though. Xbox also said, said that they were showing game, game which is gameplay. a misstep. Yeah, and then they didn't. And what what Xbox's marketing has felt like is like a fucking club promoter for the last like couple months, where it's like a bunch like dude, they were using the hashtag. X gone, give it to you. Yeah, not great. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you doing? In my head. But anyway, yeah. So I I, I want to see the exclusives. For me, it's interesting because I, I'll probably end up getting both as well, like eventually. Um, and like to your point, that's not feasible for a lot of people. But... It's, I don't know, super weird for me right now because it's like... I enjoy the Xbox because I have friends on Xbox that play Xbox. I'm sure this is the same for a lot of other people. But if the exclusives aren't fantastic, like on Xbox, and it's just like the same rigmarole of like a Halo, a Forza, and a Gears, which that's fine. Those are great games, great franchises. Like no no problem with it. Like if there's nothing like mind-blowingly new out of that shit, then... Eventually, when I get my PlayStation, I would I foresee myself probably utilizing PlayStation more for shit, mm-hmm. just because of their exclusives. 
But I don't know. I mean, it could be completely well, wrong. It's so early on. For me, recently, my PlayStation has kind of been my throughout the week game console and then on weekends that's when i play like xbox your, so like your social console yeah my like social xbox. console has been my xbox but if right. if i'm wanting to get down to play some some great games and stuff that that's when i go to my playstation and see and that's, and that's crazy right it's like fuck it's i like know strangle i know it's, it's like a stranglehold but you also you're like i still want to play the 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 halo right but see for, i mean if the the other weird part for me though is like for PlayStation, I don't. I've never been into like Uncharted. I, I've picked them up, uh-huh. and I've never gotten into it. So like, there's one franchise that's kind of lost on me. Same with Last of Us. I, right? I don't really get into the Last of Us. So for me, the I think the reason I've been gravitating towards PlayStation lately is I've been on a big like JRPG kick, which and that's the whole which is I mean that's PlayStation. Uh, you got Persona Five Royal, like that's 150 yeah. hours worth of content easy i mean and that's just doing the basics right and so like the xbox it it does go back to yeah they bought up 16 different studios but are they going to be qual to the quality levels of like uh santa monica studios putting out god of war last year like that is oh yeah that there's no way they're gonna have to go through numerous renditions of different games it's gonna it's gonna be another like four years five years before we start seeing you know i mean even coalition like you know they built that just surrounding gears and it's delivered but it i it's missing something i mean it's been cookie cuttered a decent amount the gears franchise so and even halo's kind of been like that lately too it's been stale like i mean halo 5 launched with uh, alongside xbox one or shortly after and that game i mean for more or less, it, it pretty it much bombed. bombed. Like it, it was yeah. not great. The campaign was awful, and it, and so it's like they they tried to <laughs> they change gave us Halo tactics. Yeah, <laughs> or not they, Gears Halo Wars. Sorry, they uh, they changed or they tried to make a change to Halo, but it wasn't a good change. And I, it's just this weird like. I don't know. It seems like they either try to go too cookie cutter with it or they try to get too weird with it and mess it up. Yeah. And they can't find this nice balance. And I feel like a lot of PlayStation studios have done an amazing job. I mean, first off, you got like God of War went from I mean, that's like one of my favorite games of all times now is that game that I played last year. I finished up finally last year. Right. And and so. Like to me, things like that, those those experiences are so much more important than some of the things that Xbox pushes for. But Xbox also kind of tends to push towards the multiplayer aspect of it, rather than focusing Mm -hmm. on big, crazy, over the top, like single player games. And that's why PlayStation gets a lot of love. I think they do that exceptionally well. And mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, going forward, I, I, I plan to buy both because they both have their merits to me. Um, but it's just like, do you, do you contemplate in your head though right now? Oh it's yeah. Like, okay, cool. So I have both. They're both in my living room and ultimately right now your Xbox is, let's call it your main machine. It's your main library. Yeah. Okay. And, and with social stuff, but eventually do you see yourself transitioning at this point? I, I can, um, especially if that controller is good. Because like I've said in the past, I really yes. I really don't like the PlayStation controller. I don't care for the DualShock. And that's just, I, I, I just played PlayStation really heavily in the last like couple years or so. So it's not a 
something I've been used to. Uh, but if that controller, I mean, is even remotely more comfortable, I could. It's supposed I to could. be wider. It's supposed 100%. to be as wide as that, as bigger, bigger sides like a, an Xbox. Model. Right. And I mean, I think they, I, you know, they, clearly they did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, they they want, hey, you know, this is a common complaint with their controller. Let's get those guys over here. Yeah. I just, I just think Microsoft's doing so much at one time. Yeah. That I don't know how they're going to focus on what their focus actually needs to be. Right. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I truly think that they will sustain their numbers Yeah. for Xbox, but I don't see much growth comparative to Sony. Because what, what do you do? You, you have to either go into family games right. to try and get families to buy these fucking things and start kids young and then they just have an Xbox and grow up on it, right? Yeah. But then you have to please these hardcore gamers, and then you try, got to try to get this JRPG crowd coming over for exclusive JRPGs to, to Xbox. But they're already so set in their ways on PlayStation. I mean... And I feel like I, if if this last generation or the current generation we're in now had gone slightly different, this conversation would be entirely different, right? Oh, if this was dead even, it would be like, it's an all-out war, all this or, kind of shit. But, I mean, if it ended yeah. like the, the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 did, we would be oh, yeah. we would be saying, yeah, Xbox has this in the bag. But at this mm-hmm, point mm-hmm. in time, you have so many different iterations of these consoles, and, and these ecosystems have been built up so heavily that like the idea of leaving Xbox to play PlayStation when I have a library of... I can't. I don't even know how many games I have on my Xbox. Right from that'd be hundreds. I, I yeah. I know I have well over three hundred something games that I own for Xbox, and some yeah. of them I bought. Some of them have been free or uh, games with gold, things like that. Yeah. And yeah. so it, it that's what's kind of scary about it. it like it's like an anchor. People yeah. are not it's going like to want to leave those games behind. And I, I think know. that is I, such like if X, Xbox screwed up the worst possible generation they could have, <laughs> because this is that this is that generation that really kind of set that precedent of like, hey, everything moves forward from here. Everything's going to be cross play. You can play with buddies across everything. Like, and so really going forward, like if I wanted to switch over to PlayStation, I can still play Call of Duty with with my buddies back on Xbox or whatever it is. You know, we can, can you still do play- party chat and everything still. What's that? You'd, still, you'd have to you'd have to get on a different party chat, right? Or I guess internal COD chat. Yeah, that. which yeah, there's there's still hoops to jump through there, but right, I mean, we're still making big progress in that realm of kind of blurring that that line. I mean, worst fucking case too, you y'all just jump on like Messenger, right? Yeah, we can always. There's always a workaround, with right? Like whatever, right? But so. yeah, no, I think I think it's interesting, but I I largely think this next generation is going to stay pretty similar to what this generation saw. I think Xbox is probably going to retain a lot of the same people, and I think PlayStation is going to retain a lot of the same people. And on top of that, I mean, Xbox basically doesn't exist in Japan, so and that's a massive no. massive market. So. I, uh, I I I don't think a whole lot changes, unfortunately, and and I guess not even really unfortunately, because like I said, I'm excited about both of them. I'm excited, and they uh, to me oh, they me both too. have their own merits, and and they're mm-hmm. both going to be incredible. And I can't wait to see some of you know the next God of War. I I, I can't wait. Oh uh, that God. will be a day one. I might even get the collector's edition of that type thing because I love the last game that much. That's how much that game like meant to me. It was I would just even, that good. I would even love to just see the ports come. Yeah, like a Red Dead port. Yeah, 
Red Dead See, oh I I don't God. hope for ports that much. Um, uh, uh, I don't I don't hope for them like crazy, but I I just be curious to see what how big of a difference that shit yeah. is. I I think you with know? a lot of the backwards compatibility type stuff, I don't think ports are going to be as big of a deal. You might get an HD remake, you know, yeah. five years after release of the original or something like that. Or I guess it wouldn't no, be an right, HD right. remake. It'd be a fucking 8k remake 8K. <laughs> but i mean Hi, for, for me runs. the the only time i really care about ports is nintendo games and that's just because it is they don't build up the ecosystem like these other consoles have no they don't <laughs> they do a whole different thing and then next thing you know you're excited about a game that came out on the here's, wii or something here's a question stupid. to you for for switch stuff so i don't know where i saw this it had to have been on twitter or something um Someone was showing a Switch that on their dashboard, it was showing, like when you hovered over the game, it showed like a clip in the background of a video moving like in-game. So like they, they hovered over Breath of the Wild and then the background actually moved as like a like a 15 second or 10 second still of like Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Is that something that was being talked about or did someone just make Somebody that? Somebody probably just made that. It was fucking beautiful. Oh, I bet. They're... They need to do it. It'd probably drain battery. Yeah, I, I I don't know if it's exactly practical for the Switch, just given the fact that it's not constantly plugged in, and it is like a. I mean, if you were using it docked, it wouldn't be a big deal. But as a portable console, that's just eating away that much more battery. But yeah, they uh, the modding community for the Switch have done some really cool things, or there's been really good mock-ups for ways they could improve it, and Nintendo has not done much of not anything. Done <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. The, the Switch yeah. is its own animal. I mean, Nintendo kind of always... The Switch is going to be super, super, super weird to see how it li- lies in this generation. I think it has like, its I, own it can, thing, man. Yeah, you know, it can stand on its own, but I just mean like... I mean, do they just stick with it for the next six years or seven years? Or do they do a pro? And like, if you do a pro, what's the difference in that? Yeah. On games? I mean, you know it, what I mean? That's... Like, yeah, that, it's hard to suck. say because it's, again, Nintendo, and at the end of the day, they just kind of do whatever the hell they want anyway. Uh, but I, I, I love my shit. Switch mainly for for large games that are hard to get, sit down and, you know, play for hours and hours and hours. Like, that's the yeah, nice thing about yeah. the Switch for me is I can play it in, in chunks and it doesn't feel like I have to sit down for three hours or else I might as well not even play it. Whereas some other, like a, a Persona, if you don't sit down and play for Ugh. like four hours at a time, you might as well not even bother. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, it'll be interesting to see amongst our friends and stuff too what happens because i actually talked to some of our friends and i asked them like what are you thinking about getting and some of them are like uh, i think i'm just gonna get a gaming pc finally yeah yeah and, that's... and then some people are like yeah that, that makes sense right like sure there's better deals typically <laughs> yeah for games and sales uh, and especially pick up. especially now like the gaming pc is that more or that much more attractive like yeah, you want to play PlayStation exclusive, so maybe get a PlayStation and a gaming PC, which again is even more expensive than just getting an Xbox, right? But yeah, yeah, uh, a gaming PC, you have access to Steam, and then you also have access to anything that's on Xbox as well, or most of it, right? Through their Xbox store, and all their first-party exclusives are coming to PC as well, and a lot of them are showing up in Steam and things like that. So it really does make sense to have a gaming PC at this point, which... I mean, I'm fortunate enough to have 
a lot of it was mainly for this podcast for video yeah. recording and stuff like that yeah. but uh, i mean the the gaming side of it as well is uh, it's very attractive at this point especially if playstation yeah, ripped, um, does you ripped a couple of online uh, rpgs yeah on your game i've been right? i i uh, i played that like eight free days of final fantasy 14 and i think i got sucked back in again so uh, there's that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, I mean you know some of our friends that run xbox all the time you know saying oh i'm just gonna get a gaming pc and some of them are like hey like the playstation is looking enticing it, to it, me it really does i i cannot i sit there that. and i'm like man that looks like a good time well and <laughs> you know honestly I, and they get all the COD shit first. They have all the bullshit things first. Right. Fuckers. PlayStation <laughs> has done a wonderful job in their marketing department. Like, those guys need a raise yeah. for sure. But I think, uh, and, you know, as this stuff was all announced initially, I was like, yeah, no, I'm definitely getting the Xbox first. And as we get closer, I'm starting to kind of teeter on that fence like i was i yes. was over here in this camp of like no i'm getting an xbox but as we get closer and closer like i don't know man well, i might my, end my up just buying this, a playstation like, yeah that's I, that's what i've thought of dude i mean i i sit there and i'm like okay cool so obviously we have to see what what still comes out but i'm like i'm i'm probably leaning more towards playstation at this point by a small margin it's like 55 45 right. okay at this point but here's the thing is with supply chains fucked up till god knows when right mm -hmm. and everything going down i mean if i sit there and playstation has better exclusives on day one than xbox if I know I'm going to buy both, I'm probably going to go to PlayStation first and then pick up the fucking Xbox. Yeah, I, and honestly, my concern is if I do pick up the PlayStation first, I don't know if there's enough incentive for me to get an Xbox later on because I'm not a huge Halo player. Like, I, I'd play through the campaign, oh, same. but I don't same. I don't get into Halo None of the online. I don't. No, I don't get so, into Halo multiplayer I don't either. know if there's a big enough push as it stands now without you know any of these other games announced for me to get an Xbox later on. So if I don't get it first, like it'd probably be way down the road that I would end up picking up an Holy Xbox. Holy shit! I, that's that's where I. Stand. How crazy is but, this? So like if I bought if I bought a play or an Xbox day one. When the PlayStation exclusives kind of start popping up, probably that spring, sure. the following spring yeah. would be my guess. Um, mm -hmm. uh, that's when I would pick up the PlayStation. But Xbox, like, again, they'd have to come out with something pretty crazy for me to be like, yeah, no, I want that. Because it's not going to be Gears. It's not going to be Halo. Like, I, I feel like those have kind of run their yeah. course. I think I there's mean, a, pro a place probably for be Forza. Halo. But it's like, and even then, I'm a I'm a Forza Horizons guy. I'm not a Forza guy. Like, I if I went to the Sony stuff, I I wouldn't pick up Gran Turismo. No, I want to just be able to do like a free free roaming world and race around. So I'd, I'd play like a. I but don't even know, then, dirt. I got my PC, so I could pick up That's Game right. Pass Ultimate and be playing it on my PC. So it's it's this weird weird dynamic. Which again, Xbox they're doing that for a reason because it is it yeah. is that exact thing like. Oh well, I could just play it I mean, on my PC. It's like a fail safe, yeah, fail safe. So, and I think that regards. that's smart on their part as well. But yeah, it, it is an interesting conversation. The closer and closer we get to this, and the more and more. Oh my god, I I never thought I never huh. thought I'd be like cool. 
Not that I'm a, a fanboy of Xbox or whatever. I just I honest to God, like two, three months oh shit, the pop filter's starting to fall. <laughs> it last that's good, last about an hour. We're good. Um like I dude, a couple months ago, like game let's go back even further, game awards. They showed off Xbox. I'm like, fucking getting yeah. that. And then now it's like I'm sitting here and I'm like might get that. Well, and I, I, I think <laughs> like, part of over that, here has shit. I think part of that is PlayStation's marketing again. The the fact of hiding this box away, while that is the stupidest part of it, like no one truly cares what this <laughs> I thing feel looks like a like, fucking right? chimp. But <laughs> like the the shape of the box, who cares at the end of the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that God, is. God, I hope it's white. I hope they have a white and black variant. Oh. Uh, but that that carrot at the end of the stick that that keeping you yeah. interested and keeping you involved and not showing everything all at once and having this drip feed creates this hype machine that is just wild to watch and oh, I, again hats off to and their marketing department two dudes that religiously play Xbox right now sitting here going <laughs> I, I think know. I might switch to PlayStation cuz my thing too is if all of this crazy shit that's going on right now at this pandemic and everything continues on and say both have a decent launch, right? Where you're kind of like, yeah, I'll get this one. And then maybe in like a month, I'll get the other one, right? Something like that. If there's issues with supply on these things, I mean, it's going to come down to like, what's the best bang for my buck? Because I might not see the other one for months. Right. Right. But that also could help Xbox because it could be like they've ran out of Playstations. I have to settle for a fucking <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> and they gain market share like that. I don't know. Yeah. I just I'm just stunned. I'm I, I, I thought I was like one of the only people because I'd mentioned like what a week or two ago where I'm like, dude, this controller, like, I don't know what it is, but the controller's like, I'm enticed now to go try that shit out and see if I like that that controller in this PlayStation. Well, and I asked around and people were like we like all of our Xbox guys were like, yeah, I, I we had this conversation like, last week, but it was in the, the episode that didn't take and we had to redo the episode. Oh, that's right. And so, and, and actually I kind of was standing on the other side of the fence. I was very much like, no man, I'm still getting the Xbox, but literally over the past week I have, yeah. I, the more and more I think about it, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. Like, and so this is <laughs> this is literally switch. almost the exact same conversation we had a week ago. And over the course yeah. of that, I've kind of been I, I I don't know what I'm gonna do. And again, I have time to decide. But the moment those things go, but the up, fact that you don't know is insane. The, yeah, and the moment those things go up on pre-order, like you're gonna have to get on it pretty quick if you want to reserve one, right? And so it is going to be within the next couple months that decision's gonna have to be made. Because I don't think there's going to be – there's not going to be the, the – well, there will still be some lines and stuff. But I think a lot of this is going to be pre-order type stuff, you know. Oh, online yeah. for sure. How do you – How do you, I mean – You can't line people up. Right. It's – For it. The, the, between the pandemic and just times changing in general, like a lot of things have sure. changed to where it's not the, the launch of the N64 or anything, you know. And so it is different. But 
Uh, yeah, I mean, over the next couple months, these two companies are going to start swinging even harder, and that's the way it's going to be because we are rapidly approaching when these consoles are supposed to launch. Hell yeah, we are. Where are we at now? What, June, July, August, September, October, November? We're six I months away. I had even seen rumor that Xbox might be launching like late October even. I don't know how accurate that Just is. Just to get in front of PlayStation? What's that? To get in front of PlayStation, I don't. Or I, it was it was like a um, they showed off a, a game or something, and it said launching alongside it. And it, again, it was like a kind of oh, obscure, okay. like maybe a rumor or somebody just wrote something without even right. thinking type of thing. But um, <laughs> which unfortunately happens a lot. Um, but no, it, and so I don't know. It, it might be a early mid fall type release. I guess October is kind of quickly approaching winter, but um, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It's, I assume this is going to be, these consoles are going to start launching like late October, early November to mid November. And any, I'd, I'd love to see them launch earlier. Just granted yeah. everything going on. Yeah. It would be nice to kind of have that drip feed, especially, you know, people are trying to pick these consoles up for holidays and stuff. I mean, that's, that's oh the way God, it'll go. Yeah. So it, it is going to be interesting. And what's, it's fascinating because we haven't, we weren't around. I mean, we we were around, but Diggity wasn't around, obviously, when the uh, last generation launched. So this will be no, our first no. generation of actually covering it as it happens, and it, it's it, it's it's a lot of fun. You look at it completely different when you're like involved in it rather than just a consumer. Like it, it's a different yeah. perspective for sure. Absolutely, cool. All right, guys, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, that'd be awesome. We share new gaming news on our Instagram and our Twitter on the daily. Uh, you can follow me on Xbox. My gamer tag is Maple Jeff. And Maybe one day it might be a PSN ID. <laughs> Who knows? And mine is <laughs> Luscious Brody. And I need to change my PlayStation name to that. But for now, it's still Wolverine's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> guys, leave us a review. It helps us out a ton. Uh, whether it's on our iTunes page, Spotify page, or Google Podcasts, uh, it helps us get noticed on those platforms. And thanks to all who have left reviews in the past. Until next time, guys. Uh, maybe think about a PlayStation. I don't know. <laughs> See ya.